right, what is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. And this time around, we're on episode 38, and we have got the Rally to Maroc going on. So you guys tuned into the episode past posted uh, posted uh, earlier this week. We did kind of a recap. I say, you know what? We're getting close to the end, so we should probably do another episode. Recap what has been happening here. So, staged in Northern Africa, rally to Morocco, Morocco rally, or Atlas rally, going on, completing stage four today, and they are. Let's see. Look this up. Happy to report that they've got their website results all up and running now. So much easier to take a look at and look at the rankings and that kind of stuff. And so, uh, yeah, I am excited to talk about this and a couple things going on here. Let's go back. I believe they are. Let's see. Stage five. Countdown says five hours, six minutes and nine seconds as the recording of this episode is going on. This is going to be the final day of the rally to Morocco, stage number five. All right, so let's get into this. So, now that we've got the results in a fashion where I can read them and I'm not having to save them to my desktop and fumble through them, let's see what we've got going on. So... Stage number three. Let's go back to that one. I know we did talk a little bit about stage number three in the last episode. And then uh, say, well, you know what? It was kind of mixed for both uh, Rally 2 uh, and the Rally GP guys. But uh, so let's recap that one. So stage number three, we saw Ricky Brayback take the win on that one. Setting the pace. And then it was uh, S. Bueller on the Hero Motorsports Rally team. Two minutes and four seconds behind him. And then it was Andrew Short on the Yamaha. Finishing five minutes and 24 seconds off the pace. Adrian Van Baren now put put that bike all the way up. Also Yamaha put the bike all the way up to the number four spot. Just five minutes and 46 seconds off the pace of Ricky Brabeck, stage winner. We've got Kemi on the Hero Motorsports bike. So I'm starting to get curious about these uh, Hero Motorsports bikes find out a little bit more about him uh i know the uh the late uh speedy Gunkabas was uh one of their riders and um you know uh, he's uh, now racing in a different place watching over these guys but definitely curious about these bikes i know they've been putting up a showing on uh, the last few i've seen a few of them up at the top of the standings so curious to find out a little bit more about them and what they're doing uh, another bike joining the top ranks too. Um, so we have uh, in that number six spot for this time around was uh, Benavides, Luciano Benavides, Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna Factory Racing. Hey, it doesn't say uh, it doesn't say uh, imitation anymore. Now it actually says the bike that it was <laughs> replica. That's right. It was saying replica before. So let's see. And then we've got uh, let's see. Ooh, a Sherco, Mister Santolino in that number seven spot. 10 minutes and 35 seconds off the pace of Ricky Brabeck on stage number three. And then the KTM factory team 
Red Bull KTM factory team. Toby Price, Sam Sunderland, and Matthias Wagner, 10, 11, and 12, bringing that up. And they're respectively 1149, 1233, and 1309. So sticking together. Hmm. Stage three finishing up that way. Well, we're going to stage four. So I have a theory, right? So these guys, there's there is strategy and rally. And I don't know if I talked about it in this last episode. It's been a crazy last week. And so it's hard to remember everything I talk about. <laughs> Maybe I should listen to the episodes a little bit more often. But okay, so let's go back to all the way over to the qualifying and prologue. There is, in case you didn't know, there is strategy and rally. The best place to be in is not the first one off the line, unless you're a very uh, accomplished navigator and you are or familiar with the train, I think that, you know, or you, you feel like you would have an advantage of that um, opening a stage. And and interesting enough that Mason, we did talk about this in Mason Klein's episode of the Sonora Rally, uh, one of the first times that we spoke with him on the show, uh, on the podcast. Uh, he did mention that he did actually like opening stages, um, but that's not really the norm. A lot of people uh, prefer to have some tracks in front of them. So with the KTM Red Bull factory KTM team, right? Price Sunderland and Walkner finishing 10, 11 and 12 in a tight knit group, 13 minutes off the pace. I don't know how close that is, but we would see if that's something that in stage four, which we already know, if you're listening to the show, you already know stage four happened, but I'm curious before I switch the page, I want to see how their days went. And if they were able to basically make up time or uh, kind of that, uh, what was it? Uh, Talladega nights, the slingshot engaged kind of thing, you know, where they're able to take and take some of the pressure off of the navigation and be able to jump the standings a little bit higher uh, just simply because they weren't the first ones off. They've obviously got some fast people in front of them uh, that have navigated and done this thing so that they will have a, a cleaner track. Now, uh, Ricky Brabeck did made, mention it in one of the interviews that he talked about. This is navigating his own rally and navigating and riding his pace. Um, very important because the other side of it is, is that you could get lost in your own roadbook, lose your mark. And now you, yeah, it may be a little bit tricky to get back on pace. At least that's how I see it. Uh, you start running and, and without really realizing it, you run off the page of where you're at because you get sucked into running into tracks or running and following tracks on the ground that you lose your spot in the road book. So uh, a few tents, that kind of thing. I don't know. With more experience, I'll be happy to share <laughs> if that's true or not. But it, overall, that's how it feels. Um, but the big thing is, and I think this is something that Jimmy Lewis mentioned as well is say, Hey, you navigate your own rally too. you know, don't, don't no freeloaders. Um, so yeah. So let's see who else we have, uh, Nacho Cornejo in that number 13 spot, uh, monster energy Honda, uh, 1346. So he'll be keeping an eye on the KTM boys just in front of him, uh, for stage four Skylar house finishing 15th, uh, on the day, 16 minutes and 21 seconds. Uh, so let's see. So that was. Uh, through stage three, that was for the Rally GP class. Let's look at the overall rankings. That put uh, Ricky Brayback at the end of stage three uh, was, let me see here, General Virtual. Here we go. All right. So at the end of stage three, Ricky Brayback was leading the way 10 hours, 43 minutes and 43 seconds. Quintanilla in that number two spot 
uh, was 10 hours, 54 minutes, and 10 seconds. Going to be 10.27 behind Ricky Brabeck. Matthias Walkner in the number three spot on the Red Bull Factory KTM or KTM Factory team. Uh, 10 hours, 55 minutes, and 52 seconds with a 12 minutes and 9 seconds gap. Adrian Van Baren in that number four spot. Monster Yamaha Rally official team finishing up 11 hours, 1 minute, and 16 seconds with a 17.33 gap. Uh, to the lead and again these are the overall results through stage three uh then after that it was nacho cornejo in the oh oh, skip oh what about the gas gas so daniel sanders on the gas gas uh was in that number five spot 1102 uh 14 with 18 minutes and 31 seconds off the pace uh and then from there uh nacho cornejo in that number six spot monster energy honda team uh, 11.02.26, 18 minutes and 43 seconds off the pace uh, of the rally leader through stage three, Ricky Brabeck. Uh, that is the sixth. And we've got Benavides in that number seven spot. Sam Sunderland in the number eight. Andrew Short in the number nine. Kevin Benavides in the number 10. Uh, and then from there, we just run down the list. Uh, you've got, oh, let's see, take a look here. Skylar Howes in that number 14 spot. Toby Price in the sixteen. Uh, Ross Branch in the number 19 spot. Uh, let's see what else, who else we got over here. So a little bit of a spread out field there. And again, that was through stage three. Uh, let's take a look at stage four and what happened on that, uh, slingshot. Let's see here. All right. Just a second here. Let me flip the page. All right. Let's see. Ooh, let's see. Uh, make this a little bit wider here. So reading off, uh, if you guys are interested in figuring it out, gaps.rallydumaroc.com. Or if you just do uh, Morocco Rally, you look it up and you'll see it. But it's Rally Do Morocco is how it's on the uh, on the Internet. Uh, all right. So for stage four, Daniel Sanders uh, took the win on that one, uh, setting the pace. And then Matthias Wagner. Uh-huh. This is what we were talking about. Matthias Wagner finishing up in that number two spot. Uh, looks like 36 seconds off the pace of Daniel Sanders. Uh, Quintanilla in that number three spot. Uh, Beretta in the number four spot. Both of those guys on the Monster Energy Honda team uh, finishing up 255 and 547. So the gap starts to develop right there in that number four spot. Uh, 547 off the pace for Beretta. Then we've got Rodriguez on the Hero Motorsports team, 617. Toby Price. Uh, the Red Bull KTM factory team in that number six spot going to be 652 off the pace. And then it's Skylar Howes in the number seven spot. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team. I'm glad that doesn't say replica anymore. Um, anyway, Skylar Howes, seven minutes and 31 seconds in that number seven spot. So this is what I was talking about just a second ago is you see how um, from one stage to the next, you've got the the KTM factory guys who finished uh, in a bunch down the ladder. Uh, at the previous stage in that 14th, now finishing up uh, ninth for Kem Benavides. Uh, you've got Toby Price in the number six spot and then Matthias Walkner in that number two spot. So moving up the ranking just from one stage to the next, um, giving them a little bit of an advantage. I don't know how much that is true, but if you think these guys are just going out racing and seeing who's going to complete the stage the fastest period, um, that is not the case. There is strategy involved in this. So... Uh, Daniel Sanders taking the win on that one. Uh, let's take a look further down the list. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, Kevin Benavides uh, in the number nine spot. 
on the Red Bull KTM factory team, his brother on the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team. Uh, in that number 10 spot, uh, let's see, we've got the 11, we've got Kami on the Hero, uh, Andrew Short in that number 12 spot uh, on the Monster Yamaha Rally official team. Uh, let's take a look, uh, Dissel Trey in that number 14. Uh, 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 uh. Ricky Brabeck on that number 17 spot for this one, 20 minutes back uh, on that one. Uh, probably a little rougher of a day, I'll go back and look for the... Uh, for the news on that one, but a little bit of a setback. Uh, let's see. So through stage four, right? So now let's take a look at what the overall rankings are going to be uh, going into the final day. So starting order for tomorrow's stage uh, or the stage in five hours, because by the time you hear this, which will be tonight uh, on uh, Tuesday night, uh, tomorrow, by the time we wake up, these guys will be in or completing the final stage of the rally du Maroc. Uh, so let's go back here, look at the timings here. So starting order looks like it would be then Daniel Sanders uh, leading the group out. Matthias Walker in the number two, Pablo Quintanilla in the number three, uh, John Barreto Bort in the number four, uh, Jay Rodriguez in the number five, Toby Price six, Skylar House seven, uh, Adrian Van Baren in that number eight spot, Kevin Benavides in the number nine, and Luciano Benavides in that number 10. Um, then from there, with Cami in the 11th, Short in the 12th, Santolino 13, Dusseltray in the 14th, uh, Bueller in the 15th, and then we've got uh, Svitko on Norwood Racing. Not sure who that is. Ricky Brabeck 17th. Um, Brabeck. I don't know. I kind of like that spot. Uh, a little, little ways back on the stage, but I like that spot to to start the last day of the rally. It's it's a ways back, but that means you got a lot of track and you got a lot of fast guys in front of you. Um, especially if uh Walkner has to out navigate or out navigate Sanders and then ends up leading the group. I don't know if that's a thing, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. But I you know, as weird as it may sound, I kinda like that spot uh where Ricky ended up and and, and where our guys are at. You know, even Skyler Howe's in that seven spot. He's got good he's got some really good fast guys in front of him, so uh, that will help uh, help it make up some time, uh, but we'll see. I guess we're going to find out in about uh, ten hours or so how that shakes down. So, overall rankings going into the final day, stage number five. Let's see, general. All right, so we have got uh, Matthias Walkner uh, leading the way now. Fourteen hours, forty-seven minutes, and two seconds, and then it is going to be uh, Quintanilla, Pablo Quintanilla, in that number two spot. Uh, with a 14.47.39, he's 37 seconds uh, off the top spot uh, of the podium. And so that will be interesting. And then Daniel Sanders in that number three spot, uh, five minutes and 46 seconds uh, off the pace of Matthias Walker right now going into stage number five. Ricky Brabeck in the number four spot. See, this is what I was talking about. Seven minutes and 34 seconds to make up uh, to get the rally. So, uh, 734 and then starting, uh, starting back in the pack. Uh, and since I know he could ride desert and I know he could ride fast, I, I, you know, I, I gotta say, I like, I like that spot. Adrian Van Baren in that number five spot on the monster Yamaha. Uh, he is, uh, 14 minutes and 53 seconds. So there's a big gap right there. Just the top four, the top four, and then to the top five. 
or to the number five spot. Luciano Benavides in that number six spot. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Racing. 27 minutes and 41 seconds back. Kevin Benavides in that number seven spot on the Red Bull KTM Factory. 20... Nope. 33.46 back. And then Joe Rodriguez. I really should look all these names up. Uh, but you know what? We're having fun. We're just going to do a quick episode tonight because that's going to be two episodes in a week. And we haven't even talked about what I really want to talk about. Um, all right. So let's see. We've got Rodriguez in the number eight spot. Hero Motorsports Team Rally. That's 3613 uh, back. And then you've got Andrew Short on the Monster Yamaha 3624. Uh, Nacho Cordejo in the number 10 spot. 3919. Then it is Bereta Bort in that number 11 spot on the Honda as well. 47-44 back. Uh, then we've got Desultre, 50 and 15 seconds back. Skylar Howes in the number 13 spot, going to be 51-29 back. Uh, Toby Price just behind him, going to be 55-44 back. Uh, Santolino in that number 15 spot on um, that Sherco TBS Rally Factory, going to be an hour and eight minutes back. So that is your top 15 in the Rally GP class. Kind of taking a look down the line. You got Ross Branch down in the number 24 spot. Uh, 12 hours, so I'm sure he's taking on a few penalties there. But, yeah, tomorrow is going to be a story. And I am looking for... I'm I'm, I'm looking for the uh, Ricky Brabeck in Rally GP. I like the starting spot that he's at. And then with seven minutes and 34 seconds to make up to get up to that top spot there, I'm really liking it. Uh, I think he's in a good uh, good position to make up that time and, and get it going. So don't know really a lot about tomorrow's stage, um, but I'm sure he's going to try and make as best use as he can uh, of it. So let's see if they've uh, loaded anything here. Let's go to stage five. Oh, the results here. I've got the countdown up oh, four hours, 49 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, to that one. Let's see. Statistics. Here we go. All right. So uh, stage number five. All right. Here we go. So stage number five, they are going to be starting Rally GP at 740 local time, 843 for Rally 2. Uh, liaison is going to be 153 kilometers and then special going to be 291 kilometers. So for those of you playing the home game. And if you've been paying attention and listening to the podcast, you know a little bit about this. So liaison, right? That is your freebie uh, penalties and things like that for speeding and missing points and things like that still count, but you are not technically on the clock. Um, so in other words, uh, you can take a predetermined amount of time, but it's not how fast you can do the liaison. So uh, that's you basically going from bivouac to the start of the race or start of the special uh, or from the end of the special back to the bivouac. Um, and then from there, uh, the special 291 kilometers. Uh, so a little bit longer of a day, but, but a good day, 291 kilometers. Uh, the quick math on that one. Let's see here. Break out the calculator. 291 kilometers times 0.625. Uh, 181 miles tomorrow. So, uh, 181 miles. That's, I, that. I, I still think that's a sprint race for Ricky. Uh, so we are going to see. I think this is going to be a good uh, good final day. Uh, I don't think I can say that enough, but I like that starting position for him uh, going into tomorrow's stage. So 291 kilometers for them tomorrow. Uh, I'll look and see. Let's see what else we got here. That is it. Doesn't look like they've got a fueling point on it. 
they do have looks like six checkpoints that they will have on the stage. So it'll be interesting to see what they uh, what they do and how it shakes down. So 740 uh, local time. Let's find out what time it is right now. Search the Google for this at 2.52 a.m. So these guys are probably getting close to doing their morning stretches. Um, all right. What we really, well, something that we definitely are going to talk about. Um, and this, this is absolutely uh, crazy. Yes, I know the waypoints aren't available yet. Let's go back to number three. Stage number three for the Rally 2 class. Uh, Rally 2 class, this is going to be the... The bulk of the field, this is an actual very large entry uh, group. A lot of riders in this one. I think they were up to 80, in the 80s, 82. Yeah, they had riders all the way up to number 82 posting uh, times in this. So, crazy. (laughs) A big group for sure. Okay, so through stage three in the Rally 2 group, uh, we have uh, Lucci on the Solaris Racing uh, team took the win yesterday. Um, and that may have been, I think there was a, uh, I think there was a, some penalty stuff going on uh, for that one. I wasn't a hundred percent sure because I'm pretty sure that Mason had the fastest time uh, on that stage. So we'll have to try and get him on the phone and see if he can uh, confirm or deny that. But uh, still, uh, with Mason Klein in that number two spot, finishing the stage yesterday and Malo in that number three spot, uh, then Mason's teammate on the boss to car or BAS to car racing team, uh, B Cox, uh, in that number four spot, finishing 1146 back. So, uh, let's give those splits again. So Mason Klein, 935 back. And then it was, uh, Melo in that number three spot, going to be 1003 back. And then B Cox in that number four spot, 1146 back. Uh, Jay Jagger in the number five spot on the LG rally team, 1422, uh, Martini in that number six spot, 1433, uh, Wildman in that number seven spot, also teammate to Mason Klein on the BAS Dakar team, uh, 2139 back. And then from there in the number eight spot, uh, let's see, JL Lepan, uh, Nomad racing in looking at 2403 back. So, the gap is definitely developing quickly as you move down the rankings here. Uh, let's see if we see anybody else uh, that was on the teams or up there uh, with these guys here. No. Uh, down in 30th, we've got Liebert, another one of the BAS Dakar uh, teammates to Mason Klein. So let's see. Yeah, so on the provisional, uh, that is, yeah, I did see that. Uh, Pablo Lucci. Uh, they did finish in front, Mason Klein, but uh, once they updated the results, uh, there was a penalty for Mason Klein for missing one of the last waypoints and finishing up second. But um, guys, if you're in rally, it's going to happen. You're going to blow by a waypoint and you're going to have to make that decision. Is it faster? Go back and get it or push on and hope for the best. And well, in this case, I'm not sure. We'll talk more about that. Maybe when uh, Mason gets back or when he gets a chance. Uh, we'll get him on the show and talk about his experience. Why is that important? Well, let's go over to stage four and talk a little bit more about that. So stage four, let's see. What was stage four about? Stage four, 367. Oh, 337 kilometers for the Rally 2 class. 
uh, on the selected part of the liaison was 179 kilometers. Uh, let's see here. So uh, that one we saw Mason Klein once again back on top, uh, taking that top spot for that one going into stage four. So intents and purposes, I'm going to say that Mason is pretty much one stage one through four. And on a missed waypoint, which does count, um, got knocked down to second, but still a very impressive showing. And not only that, but talk about the most badass way to saying bye to being a teen. Uh, Mason Klein's birthday uh, happening. Well, I don't know. He's he's a whole time zone ahead. So it was like yesterday, today ish. I don't I don't know. But anyway, happy birthday, Mason Klein. I know you'll be listening to this when you come back or on your way back, but uh, good on you <laughs> making it happen. So Mason Klein winning stage number four. And then it was, um, let's see, it was Bradley Cox in the number two spot, going to be 654 back. Uh, and then Melo in that number three spot, uh, finishing 1630. So big gap there between second and third. And then another big gap uh, on to fourth, uh, Jay Jagu in that LG rally team, uh, 26 minutes. So another 10 minutes on top of that. So, uh, maybe some, some penalties. That's, uh, I don't know. Uh, then we've got Lucci in that number five spot, Van Wilkser in that number six spot, uh, Elpen in the number seven spot, uh, in the number eight, uh, Jay boss in that number eight spot. Uh, let's see then. Oh, Morocco racing team. Look at that. we got a local in that number 10 spot, Gabari, uh, let's see, missing that waypoint there, ended up 51.38 for the day. So that is your top 10 on that one through stage four and that, oh, top 10 for stage four. Now let's talk about the rankings. So up top, let's take a look. All right. So going into the final stage, Mason Klein leads the way, uh, taking on a total of 16 minutes worth of penalties so far, but mm, no sweat. Uh, he is leading the rally by 42 minutes and 53 seconds. That is going to be ahead of Lucci in the number two spot on the Solaris racing bike. And then you've got uh, in the number three spot, uh, Bradley Cox on the BAS to car team. So Mason's teammate going to be an hour and seven minutes behind. Uh, then from there, you've got Malone in the number four spot, going to be one ten sixteen back. Jay Jagger in the number five spot, LG rally team sitting two hours, 10 minutes and 51 seconds back, followed by... Uh, Jay Martini in the number six spot on the Anquetti Motorsports. Two hours, 11 minutes and 58 seconds in the number seven spot. Dumater. Uh, oh, there we go. Privateer. Team Dumater Racing. Uh, going to be two hours, 28 minutes back and taking on 15 minute penalties. So starting from, with the exception of Mason, but starting back from fifth down, uh, there's a str- whole string of penalties there. Uh, El Tonelli in that number eight spot. Africa Dream Racing. Uh, taking on a one-minute penalty, but he is two hours, 29 minutes, and 43 seconds off the pace of Mason Klein. So Mason Klein, your rally leader going into the final day. And then, let's see, rounding out the top 10, Jay Voss on that universal ride is 245-45. Clean rally so far, no penalties. But tomorrow will tell. So that is what we have got going on uh, for this one. So Mason Klein leads the way uh, in Rally 2 going into the final day of the rally Morocco rally or rally du Maroc. So I'm excited to see what, uh, what happens here. Cause this is going to be, uh, this is going to be huge, right? Sonora rally, a couple of those, you know, and now here we are in Morocco. So 
That that is uh, that is awesome. And I did see a shout out from uh, from uh, Larry Klein uh, on Skyler House's post uh, on Facebook, and Skyler, you know, helping and and promoting the sport and 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 coaching. And I know him and Mason have been riding and and they've been talking. And so um, you know, it sounds like some of that stuff is uh, is wearing out or wearing out, wearing off on, uh, on Mason. So I'm excited to see how this goes, you know, already out there, already putting the, putting the bike on the top spot. So a win for him would be really good coming out of this one. So, uh, just checking at the news here. Uh, yeah, he is all over the live news, you know, happy birthday from the organization. You've got Klein forges on, uh, extending his lead uh, at the marker at PK 160. So, yeah, overall after stage four, yeah, it's uh, Mason Klein leading the way. Pablo Lucci, uh, 42 minutes, 53 seconds back. Bradley Cox, one hour, seven minutes and 17 seconds. Benjamin B- Melo, uh going to be one hour, one uh, one hour, 10 minutes, 16 seconds back. And Jerome Martini, Martini uh, 156.58 back. So let's do this. I can't wait. And we still got to wait a few four hours and some odd minutes. So I am excited to see what, uh, what the shakes down. So I don't know, call it quits. See if we can, uh, hopefully get, uh, get to the start of the stage faster. I don't know. I am excited though. Oh, I got one more thing to be excited about. Let me go over and grab them. Grab this. All right. For those of you that are into ASMR, or whatever they call that. That was not a night at Taco Bell. That. Yes. That, ladies and gentlemen, is my candy delivery from Rally Moto Shop. Well, it's actually some other parts. <laughs> but it's always kind of cool because... Uh, Matthew Glade and the guys over there are always sending uh, candy along where when they can, uh, along with their goodies. So I've got. Uh, so I mentioned in the last episode that I think we've got a, a skinny bike coming. So of course the next thing I had to do was get ready to put my uh, navigation equipment on uh, on said bike, um, and so hit up Matthew and. Uh, said, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. And he says, I've got what you need. I said, okay. So I have got the CEV switch in hand, and then I've got the bracket to hold the CEV switch on the back of the thumb switch three from RNS Rally Navigation Systems. RNS, did I say that right? I don't want to get in trouble here. Let's see here. RNS Electronics. Make sure we're at RNS Electronics. So yeah, so we went Rally Navigation Solutions. So we went with theirs. I like um, so Icos are the like the the standard. I mean, you, you're going to see those on bikes uh, forever and then some. And and even their Gen One stuff is still around and kicking and and making the making the trips to the desert and back. Um, I did like the RNS Electronics uh, GPX uh, version two, the newer version. Uh, that has the uh, integrated GPS antennas inside of it. Uh, I did like that better. Uh, the screen, it's the GFX, sorry, GFX V2 Pro is what I ended up with. Uh, and I do like it's got the, um, it has the GPS antennas internally, so it's easier to wire. You don't have all this other stuff going on 
uh, with it. Uh, so I do like that. And then it's got a bunch of different combined modes. So I don't know. I may end up with another one on there for the sake of OCD. Um, but we'll see. But for now, at least I've got the bracket to mount to the multi-switch three so I can put the CEV uh, switch, uh, which basically, if you guys are not familiar with it, that's the switch that does like the horn, the high beam, low beam, uh, and turn signal stuff. So, uh, that you can mount on the handlebars. It's a much more compact, uh, switch and it's easier to, uh, easier to mount and wire. So again, the idea behind this bike that I'm getting is going to be to be able to do rally routes on it and be a little bit better than the 790, uh, 790 will do it. It's an animal. Uh, the problem is the rider doesn't have the talent to do that. So we'll work on rider talent here shortly. Uh, probably going to be headed out to a couple of the schools. Um, want to get out to the Jimmy Lewis school, uh, Jimmy Lewis off road and do some of that, uh, training with him out there. Uh, cause he happens to know a thing or two about riding a motorcycle. And then also happens to know a thing or two about training, you know, no name guys like, uh, Ricky Brayback and, you know, and those guys. So, uh, yeah. So looking forward to doing that. But anyway, I am going to enjoy the Nestle Coffee Crisp. I wonder if you can even sell this over here in the States. Hmm. It looks delicious, though. Well, like I said, I'm happy I got my candy delivery. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, I appreciate your help and getting the right stuff and uh, and your guidance, too. So it's always better when you know somebody that knows what they're uh, what they're talking about when it comes to equipment. So anyway... That is a wrap for today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This quick update. We'll look to do more of these. And like I said, I am working. We've got that new that new thing coming. Uh, we're going to be doing some tech talk stuff. Um, and then we're going to be doing also, um, we've got a few more guests and things like that that I've got coming on. I actually got a big list going and I just actually got to sit down and calendar stuff. And then, and then uh, I'm going to be talking and working on, I think for next year, the next year, uh, I want to start. We're we're going live. We're going to go do some events out live. Uh, I am working on getting a mobile setup and doing all that stuff, but we're going to do some traveling. So uh, keep an eye out for the events. Or if you've got an event and you think that we should go out to it, uh, let us know or let me know. And just hit me up on the Instagram or on the Facebook. Uh, I'll be also getting the emails out uh, shortly. Uh, getting all that sorted so it'll be easier to contact. But yeah, I'm absolutely looking forward to helping grow the sport here in the States. Uh, do some coverage, do some different things, you know, different events and things like that, riding events and such. So uh, yeah, let's go 2022. All right, that is a wrap for today's show. Hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you next week. That is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.